Live from the Bills' famous cheese spread studios in the downstairs pub, the Blockout Sports Pod is back on the air. From behind the master control desk in the aforementioned downstairs pub, I am your host and moderator for this evening. My name is Travis Carter. Over my right shoulder at the high top table is the big fella, the tuna country Matt Kempf, and bellied up to the bar is a man who I can finally say is jealous of me because I will be at the beach next week while he is not. The fabulous oh, one, Freddie Bender. You're kidding me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, mean, dude, I got plenty of three uh, uh, suntan oil, number three, <laughs> for you. You come back looking as red as that guy on your shirt. I was going to say. In your throwback Cleveland Indian shirt. You look like... Um, uh, Ricky Vaughn in Wild Thing Part 2, or Major League Part 2, when he got all clean cut but was still kind of a yeah, shithead. I got the Ricky yeah. Vaughn. You know, I should have worn my dark black frame readers. Dang it. Why didn't I do that? I would have cut my hair like that. This is my Kenny Lofton throwback. And and I and you're like, well, Cleveland's not in. They're, they're not in. i like, or the Reds. I'm like, well, you know what? I've been watching some of this baseball, and I've been so amped up. I'm like, how long has it been since I've had a dog in this fight? I figured I'd just wear one of my jerseys, you know. I love it. Well, don't wear that Mike Piazza jersey you got hanging up in no, your garage. That I thing's cursed. Not. I know. I know. So. <laughs> Fellas, it's good to be back uh, back here on the block out. Um, it's uh, <clears throat> always a uh, pleasure to have you guys down here Uh Quick uh, housekeeping notes. We are, as always, on social media. On Twitter, at BlockoutPod. On Facebook, just uh, type in Blockout Sports Pod in your search bar. As I mentioned uh, at the top of the show, I will be out of town next week, so there will be no new episode. Um, however, if... Uh, Freddie Freddy can't work the board. <laughs> no. <laughs> if uh I would love to have you call in too, damn it. I know. I I really wish there was a way we could do that, but unfortunately right now we do not have the technology uh available for us to do that. Um but I did think that uh and I know this is short notice for people that are listening and um but I'd wanted to say if you guys have some questions for us about the show or about what we do or you know maybe uh, a team that you're interested in or the picks that we make um shoot us a question just get on facebook uh messenger or on twitter and uh send a uh, direct message and if we get some uh decent questions i will be happy to answer those and drop them uh in a kind of a bonus episode for next week. But if we decide to do that, I need those uh, relatively quick, quickly, like in 24 hours. So I know that's maybe a little bit too much to ask, but if we get some good questions, I'd be happy to do it. Otherwise, we'll be off next week and be back the following week. Um, Can I cut in? Sure. Dude, we're going to have to talk about tonight because we won't be talking about next week. The big game day game, 
your team. Make sure before the night's over we talk about Washington, Oregon. Yes, definitely. Because we'll be missing that. I know. This week. I know. That, that's game day. I know. No, we can do the recap the following week, though. That's the True. good thing. Yeah. And uh, I can't wait for that game. It's really uh, Washington. I mean, that's a real show me game for them. Right. I mean, that's a. They were not impressive last week. They won. Mike Penix played fine, but uh, they were not, to me, to their usual standards offensively. We can get to that later. Yeah. Um, I wanted to start out tonight by uh, just tossing it around the room quickly. Uh, how did your teams do this past week, Tuna? Uh, what was my answer last week? Undefeated and, and, oh. and, and again, so so that I, this is a weekly occurrence for me. Louisville won, Chiefs Bro- won, broke in tw- uh, into the. I think you're twenty fifth. <laughs> <laughs> broke into the top twenty five. We we are ranked twenty fifth now, which is good because we'll make the uh, Sports Center uh, updates and and and. And all that. So that, right. that anytime you got that little number next to your name, it's good. Um, at least it scrolls across the bottom, and that's cool. So everybody can see uh, the update on the score of the Louisville Notre Dame game this weekend. And the Chiefs, uh, tough week, uh, but made it out of New York alive. Made it out of the Meadowlands uh, on the back of Taylor Swift yet again. Away from the she's, batters chasing Mahomes. She's our lucky charm. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. The betters chasing yeah, the homes. Yeah, the betters that all lost, like me. Well, all right, here's the thing with that. And, and first of all, if you bet that spread, you're stupid. And, <laughs> and, I, and I mean that in the meanest way possible. <laughs> I thought you were like, we're going to no. trounce these guys. All right. We're going to trounce no. them tonight. I'm ready. You took a nine-point home dog. You went against a nine-point home dog in the NFL. Never. Which is Always yeah, against the rules. I would rules. never do that. Always against the rules. And what did we say I don't know nothing last about week and the week before? Betting NFL spreads is the dumbest bet you can ever make. I did win on the over. <laughs> Unless, so there's that. <laughs> now, uh, and I'd be remiss in not mentioning that uh, this past weekend was the first time that uh, mobile sports betting was legal mm-hmm. and the Commonwealth of Kentucky. It was. And I took advantage of that. And the way that I uh, beat the sports books on the NFL this weekend was live betting, especially those early games. You told me to do that. That's the way to do it, man. Live betting those early games, I absolutely murdered FanDuel to the extent I've never had this happen to me before, I guess because I've never logged in, logged out. They sent me a thing. It said... Reality, like this yeah. thing popped up. It said reality check. It said uh, you have logged in like 15 times in the last hour and bet $240. That's piss poor marketing. And it's I like- was like, yeah, and I've won 500 so, how about a reality check it's for like, you, uh, FanDuel? I don't come here to get called out, FanDuel. I come here to use your product. Right. Like, could you imagine walking into McDonald's and they being like, hey, fat boy, you've been here six times this week. Like, I mean, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> Quit going through the yeah. drive-thru. Yeah. Exactly. 
Oh. Dude, I got to tell you, while we're on the Chiefs game, so sometimes, uh, like I said, I don't know nothing about the NFL. I, 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 I think I do, but I don't, uh, especially betting, like you said. But sometimes I'll just, just for uh, shoots and giggles, I will bet. Sh- shoots and giggles? Yeah, Is that I, a phrase? I, 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 if I cuss, I'm going to lose a game. I, I don't cuss anymore. Uh, but, it, <laughs> but, dude, I literally will put five. Just to enjoy the games, I'll put $5 on each team with a safety to win at, like, plus 4500 Dude, I bet a safety on the Chiefs and the Jets, $5. <laughs> I go through a couple other prop bets. I'm looking at them, and I'm like, no, I'm not doing that one, not doing that one. I'll keep the safeties along with my uh, with my spread plus seven or minus seven and the over, which you already know what happened there. I look on there and right before I decide to delete the jet safety because I'm like, dude, Mahomes ain't gonna get no safety in the end zone. Da da da. I delete it. What happens? Safety jets. Wah, wah, I would have won at least. I don't know. I think it was six hundred dollars. So Ooh. bummed. Anyways, with that being said, Fred, how about the rest of your sports weekend? Fantastic. <laughs> Except for that night. Uh, no, uh, 50-50, uh, the Bungles are still the Bungles. I told you at the beginning of the year, minus Burrow getting hurt, that the Bengals were going to have a down year this year. Uh, they are. I think that's an understatement. Uh, and uh, Burrow is not right. Uh, and I want to get that out of the way. Let's talk about good things. The tide, uh, Jamar Chase is always open. Um, uh, 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 Joe Mixon Mixon never gets in trouble. Uh, I get it. But, uh, dude, the, the tide played a, uh, team with cowbell and they need to just get rid of the cowbells because they are not good. They are probably the bottom feeder in the sec this year with a record quarterback that I thought would have every I thought that team would have more together, but yeah, how I, did Will Rogers just forget how to play football? I, it's I, weird, isn't I, it? It's, it's very weird. I, maybe it's the offensive coordinator. I think I there's don't a know. lot of issues down I know there. Their head coach is a defensive guy. Uh, no Mike Leach there. Uh, R.I.P. But uh, I mean, you got a shotgun. You got to shoot it. Yeah, like that kid's good. But the tide w- was up, and and they did well. And we've got a tight one this weekend as does everybody else we'll talk about that later so there without some of my crazy bets that i'll tell you about later that's it Good how week. about how about uh your other college football team your oh, kentucky wildcats kentucky wildcats guys uh they are playing re- they're improving improving more they've got some hurt receivers that that, that drop balls every week they they actually uh, lead the nation in drops. Drop drop balls, and, and I'm not saying that uh, Leary's doing a great job either, but they are winning and they are making things happen. They're running the ball as good as anybody in the country. That's right. Uh, I mean, this. I mean, is is uh, is our man in the? Is he going for the high? Is he on the Heisman list yet? I don't know. About no, that. I mean, come but, on. I mean, he could be. Ray after, Ray. He could be on after Ray, this. Who weekend. don't want Ray Ray for Heisman? Like uh, that's a great. Uh, deal. Um, I think the most impressive thing about that game was the fact that the offensive line, who has been shaky all year, just said, we're going to run, we're going to knuckle up, we're going to run at you, and you're yeah. not going to do anything about it. Right. You're going to know it's coming, and we're and running it right up the middle. I'll be honest with you, they're going to do that against Georgia, and we'll get more into that. 
Uh, in my opinion, the way to stop Georgia is don't throw to the corners, who are both unbelievable uh, first-round draft picks, and stop Brock Bowers. Uh, you do those two things and run the ball down their throats and, and do field position, time of possession. Anyways, uh, that's it for me on my teams. I've got some wing dingers on my bets that uh, some bad, bad beats we'll talk about later. And uh, my weekend in sports was as typical, horrendous. Um, <clears throat> Indiana. <laughs> You're like our blockout charity case. Travis goes, you got a game on, you got the, a TV on the game or what? I'm like, yeah, we'll put it right here. And I what think- did I do? I watched it for about 40 <laughs> seconds and I said, that's all I need to see. <laughs> Indiana was horrendous. I, I spent heard a lot of terrible language. I think I spent 10 minutes or 11 minutes last weekend talking about Indiana. I will not do that tonight. I will say that Indiana again proved to be an unserious team. Uh, they fired their offensive coordinator after the debacle against Maryland, who I think is better than a lot of people think. But it, but it, but but it's still Maryland, and uh, the Colts actually were fun again. Uh, the game was very entertaining, especially the second half. But they came up short, lost in overtime. Um, so it was a relatively unsuccessful week for your host and moderator this week <laughs> in everything except for gambling. I had one of the best gambling weekends that I've ever had. And at the end of the day, that's really what matters. And that's to me. And I have several friends and family that are either alumni of Maryland or fans of Maryland. And they all texted me after the game going, hey, you know, we're, we killed you. And I said, yeah, and guess what? I want a bunch of money betting on Maryland, so I'm damn happy that it worked out that way <laughs> because there was no doubt in my mind that Indiana was going to get killed. They got killed, and uh, thankfully they're off this week, and we don't have to talk about them. Sorry I couldn't put a cherry on top of your big money weekend. Well, yeah, Uh our so to get to our picks from last week, uh, Tuna and I went a combined six and zero. Oh. Yeah, hey, I don't, th- I I don't think you went two and one. No, I went three and zero. Oh. oh, yeah, I had you two and one. No real surprise there over on this side. Of now the wait room. a minute, Fred. Who did you have me? Which game did you have me losing? I, I don't know what it was, but I had you two and one. I was three and zero. Oh. Okay, and I can. Uh, if you give me a second to go back through my notes. No, no, no need. I, I bets, want him to find it so he can shove it in your face. My bets were NC State plus three and a half, BYU plus two, and Houston Texans plus three. I didn't have NC State on mine. But uh, no, no big deal. Good job. So I don't know where you had me losing one, but I did not lose I, no, one. No, that's great. I went three and zero. Oh, uh Tuna went three and zero. Oh. He had BYU, yep, UK, yep, and the USC over seventy three. Just another perfect week for the tuna. Um, Since Jody we counting. Yeah, well, that's when it counts. Jody had uh, he went two and one. He had UK, Missouri as his lock. Uh, he had Marshall that did not cover. Colin had the under Illinois. Point total. Colin and I went one and two. Which did not work. He had Ole Miss. 
And he had the Pats plus seven, which might have been the worst pick of the week. <laughs> uh, and then Freddie uh, had Arizona plus ten and a half. That oh, was a win. Yeah, baby. Damn right. Almost won. He had Illinois under 53, which was his lock, which lost. <sighs> and he had Fresno minus 24 and a half, which lost. Worst beat in college football history. <laughs> Can I, should I get into that right now? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so the end of the night, I didn't even watch the Bama fourth quarter because I had it DVR. I knew I'd watch it later on. Was you busy watching Georgia State? And uh, don't even go there. I was just curious. I didn't know. And, uh, I, that was a legit question. So, so I'm, watching, I'm not poking the bear. I'll, I'll go to both of these, you <laughs> sons of. So uh, remember, I don't cuss anymore. You sons of guns. Uh, so I go in this Fresno. Uh, Kristen's up. My wife's with me. I'm watching the TCU game. They get the kick blocked. I win that game on the under. I'm like, this is great. This is great. She's like, all right, I'm going to bed. Uh, <laughs> So I'm in there, and I'm like, wait, Fresno State's coming on. This is going to be a great game. No, no, no. So I get that game on. What is it eventually? 27 to nothing. I'm giving 24 and a half. Nevada's 0 and 4. They are one of the worst teams in Division One. So I'm watching the game. I'm like, this is going to be great. So there's three minutes to go in the game. I, I'm not exact here, but three minutes to go. What happens but Nevada gets a safety. Okay. 27 to 2. They get the ball back. They've got timeouts, and their coach is literally trying to let the clock run out. But for some stupid reason, the quarterback has decided that he's going to rush the offense <laughs> and try to get a touchdown for his great grandma in the crowd. So, he's running down the field, dude. I mean, he's... Dude, I'm talking the greatest show on turf has happened right now. It's happening beyond my eyes. I'm like, no, no. Two pass interference calls. Dude, they move them up. Stop the clock. Stop the clock. Move them up. They get to the 50. A a pass interference call. They throw another nice quarterback uh, run to the outside. 40 yards away. Six seconds to go. And he freaking gets the hike off and throws a bomb for a touchdown in between two defenders that sandwiched this guy. Game over. I lose. And, hey, I had more money on that game than I did any of the others. I thought that was my lock. And, uh, oh, my God. Horrible beat. Van Pelt knows it. Big Steve knows it. Bear knows that everybody knows that that was the worst beat in history. And then, of course, we have our um, what we have done. I'm not sure if that, if I've articulated this uh, the last few weeks, but what we've done is we take the four of us, uh, me, Tuna, <laughs> Freddie, and Jody, and we take our locks of the week and we put them in a parlay. Oh. And uh, somebody give me an ice bag. Two weeks in a row, we went 0-4, which is uh, almost impossible to do. Last week, we were sitting at a beautiful 3-0. Tuna's pick one. My pick one. Jody's pick one. All we need is for Freddie's pick to come through. And, Fred, what happened? Uh, Well, I was uh, forced to try to give you all a lock. And I was like, man, I can't give an over-under, which I should have. Uh, and it wouldn't have been Illinois-Purdue, I can tell you that, after I had more time throughout the weekend to look at my 
who I was going to take, but I decided I'd go with an easy one, my uh, pick them. Uh, so I said, you know, Georgia, I did all the homework, Georgia State. Uh, I think Colin, didn't he have Georgia State too, or no? Uh, Georgia State and uh, Troy and uh, everything was in the favor of Georgia State at home, 7 o'clock game. Uh, I don't know what else to say, but not only was it not close, I think it was 3 nothing for a while. It was a 27-7 beatdown to rub salt in the wounds. Tuna, what do you think? Uh, I I think you screwed us. <laughs> that's what I think. I don't know. I mean, there's not much to think about. I mean, that's about as <laughs> as succinct as I can put the yeah, I mean, the whole scenario. <laughs> Colin did not have Georgia State, by okay. the way. He had the under on Illinois, like you did. Oh, that's right. I knew he had one of my dogs. Um, so I'll never be betting on Georgia State again. <laughs> so I think the, most of this room could say that. Unbelievable. Overall, we went 10-5. and five. That's a pretty good week. Um, I hope everybody uh, won some money last week. I hope that everybody that lives here in Kentucky, that this was your first opportunity to be able to bet mobily. I hope you guys had a great week. Um, it certainly was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed the live betting of the NFL on Sunday. Oh, man. That was my favorite thing. Uh of the whole weekend. Keep in mind with baseball playoffs going on right now, that's another event that live betting is great for. Right. Oh, yeah. Friday night was awesome. I was up 160. Had crushed that UofL under, BYU, Oregon State under. So, I, I that, that gave me a nice big cushion for the weekend. Uh, Friday night was was a blast watching the cards win and, and winning money. Now let's talk about what what was not a blast on Friday, and that was uh, watching the United States in the Ryder Cup. This was not fun. It was never really fun. I got a little fun on Sunday for about an hour. Um, We had talked last week. I believe that uh, the three of you guys all picked the United States to win. (laughs) Uh, Good thing we didn't put money on. I, of course, took Europe to win. And I will continue to take Europe to win, I think, on European soil until they prove me wrong. But, boy, nothing could uh, really prepare us for what happened on Friday morning with the United States getting out to a offer in the morning. Zach Johnson, of course, his... uh, pairings have been critiqued they've been parsed 10 different ways it clearly didn't work um sitting arguably two of your hottest players in the first session i think was a horrible idea um now europe played great golf uh especially in day one um There's not a lot to say about the entire event except that Europe played great. I loved the fact that things got a little spicy with uh, Rory McIlroy and Bones and uh, Joe LaCava. And that whole thing made it interesting. Yeah, there's always something in those Ryder Cups that's some kind of 
craziness goes on. You think they're going to hold grudges forever, but they really don't. You know, they don't. It's it's, it's a it's, it's literally it's not for show. It's real. It's a three day but, thing where everybody's so fired up and so on edge. Um, all right, it's like playing in a member guest at a country club or something with your buddies, and you're going to get fiery a little bit throughout that three days. But I, you know, I still love the Ryder Cup. I think they need to figure out a way to possibly even the playing field a little bit because I have a feeling that next year at Beth Page Black, the United States is probably going to completely roll. Um, we'll see what happens, but uh, all props to Europe. Um, I was fairly convinced they were going to win. I never saw it being as dominating a win as it was. But, uh, you know, some of these guys are rookies that I, I, I'm, a lot of us have never heard of. I mean, hell, one of them's in college. And I right will now I will give a shot, a shout out to uh, my pick for the United States team to click, which was Max Homa. And he was clearly the MVP for that team. And uh, I think his success, he's obviously been trending upwards for the better, probably the better part of two years, but I thought his performance uh, this past weekend in Rome was phenomenal, and uh, I look for that to springboard him to even the, the next thing for him to do is to win a major. I think I think the highlight of um, the Ryder Cup was definitely the old man that took off running and just jumped in the pond. <laughs> that was uh, he gets that my MVP sw- for the weekend. Swallowed a gallon of water on the way in. Yeah, too. and he was not to be stopped. He no. was. I mean, that was like Walter Payton running that he did. I mean, he had been planning that <laughs> for quite was some that time. Yeah, Mister Green Jeans. I mean, he went flying. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm a big fan of that guy. No doubt about it. No doubt about oh, it. Oh, and uh, <clears throat> Jody over here on the whiteboard reminds me that. Uh, now, one thing I will say about the Ryder Cup was I thought the coverage this year on NBC was horrendous. I thought it was awful. There were times during during those sessions where it was almost impossible to keep up with what was going on because not only did they not show shots, when they did show a shot, they wouldn't put on the screen what it was for, what the res- what was going on in the match, and then they had this thing in the corner where it was match one, match two, match three, match four. No names. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. No names, and it would be like one, and then the color blue, and then one up, and you're like, well, who's in match one? I don't it know. It looked I didn't- like my Churchill Downs program, betting program, like, a bunch of numbers. I didn't wake up at five to why like i need you to tell me and then the other thing and i love uh the nicholas jacklin award i love that but my god did they over promote and push and push and push that in times i mean we'd already i'd already seen the um the promo for the award like three times and then on sunday in the middle of the united states trying to make a comeback they break away from the live golf to do another promo on the award. And it's something that happened 50 years ago, and it's cool. And, Jody, who won the award this year? Justin Rose. Okay. So Justin Rose won. Great. He's a great ambassador for the sport. Uh, he's an Olympic gold medalist. 
Uh, I can't stand NBC anyways. But I thought their coverage was horrendous. Um, I thought them glossing over the potential controversies in the U.S. camp with uh, Paul Azinger, who obviously Fred and I uh, have a great appreciation for because of what he did for the uh, Ryder Cup team when he was captain at Valhalla. But he's not also a gave us a high five. He did, but he's not a great commentator. I don't no, think anybody will no. ever argue the fact that he is. And he kind of tries to always gloss over. He was calling all those articles clickbait, and there's no truth to it. Well, it turns out there was a lot of truth to a lot of that stuff. Um, I thought the guy that was on the Golf Channel, the older gentleman that's there in the mornings, he was just ripping the U.S. And uh, I can't think of his name, but he's a past major winner. Uh, one time, I think not Chambly or any of them. He's the older guy that's on in the mornings. And you really have he to watch. He was ripping them, the Americans. Oh my god! And I saw some of the highlights from Sky or not Sky Sports, the uh, the uh, BBC, and the coverage seemed to be so much more put together. They had Hunter Mahan, who who needs to come to an um, to the United States and be a broadcaster for us. If they'd let him talk the way that he talked during the competition, because he was head and shoulders above anything that we had to offer. There was tons of mistakes made. Guys were saying, "Well, this is for par," when it was really for bogey. Or uh, this is for birdie when it was really for par. All that being said, it's still something fun to watch. I can't wait for two years at Beth Page. I can't wait to see how the Euros react to a bunch of uh, drunk New York assholes. Just tuna will love that. Just going absolutely you, tuna out, yes. out yes. of their mind for three days. Amazing. Um, but hats <laughs> off and congratulations. To uh, the European team and to those folks uh, that listen to us. I know we have listeners overseas, especially in England. Hats off to you and congratulations. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, hey, they they take it. I mean, I'm not saying we don't take it seriously, but it's just like it's almost overwhelming now how serious they take it. And and listen to Paul McGinley uh, talk about it on. I mean, that's my favorite part. Is after it's all over with, listening to live at the Ryder Cup and hearing Chambly rip the Americans and hearing McKinley go, look, these are the things that we do without telling you anything. I'm going to give you 15 things that we do differently right now, and I'll give you the 50 of them later. But it's almost insane. He's like, I can give you 10 things now, and that's not even half of them me giving you away any information that we do well, that you all don't do. And and uh, it was amazing to hear him talk about it. How about the uh, – I sent you that video, Fred, of the uh, the European team room, locker room. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. all that stuff. And how much – and the locker room, my God, having the – having the uh, – having – the locker empty with, and it just said Sevy on top. Yeah. And that when you walk into the locker room, picture a Sevy. Last thing you see when you walk out, 
picture of Seve. I, and I don't those think the guys, Americans even understand Seve. I, I really don't. I don't think well, they have I mean, any idea. They know that it just means. Right. I, Fred, this is what I'm going to end on. To the Europeans, the Ryder Cup is like SEC football. Oh, baby. It just means more. There you go. Good, good ending. <laughs> Tuna love that. All good right. stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> um, that way, Tuna's back from the bathroom. Yeah. Hold on a minute. <laughs> and uh, speaking of SEC football, let's, uh, let's get into... It's not much good to say there. Let's get into what? the games from last weekend. First of up. all, that were of local importance. <laughs> uh, things that we're looking forward to for this week. Uh, Tuna, what was your takeaway from last week's slate of college football games? <sighs> so much here. Um, really? Yeah. All right. I know this sounds terrible, but like, because I, I, I've I've been dogging the SEC and, and and so on for a little bit, and most of the time it, it's just been jabs at you. And no, but they're not. But you know, they're every not. time, the, the one thing I've always come accustomed to with SEC football is hard nosed defenses. That's gone now. You guys, at some point, like without us even realizing, the SEC has turned into the Big Twelve. Yeah, we're having. 40 to 50 point shootouts now. It's and, and, insane. And it's, it's like I'm watching You're Oklahoma State and K-State 100% play. right. I, I don't know what happened and when that happened. Um, all right, another it thing. It happened when Saban hired. All right, the LSU-Ole Miss Joey game was Freshwater. just a full-on embarrassment ac- across the what was? the LSU-Ole Miss game. Yeah, Both those teams should be ashamed of themselves. Fantastic to watch, though, like like all the other conferences always say. Yeah. Great football, fun to watch. It's just not when what Bama I – and LSU were 6-3 to three, ripping each other's guts out 10 years ago. Uh, now – I mean, you have to admit, LSU has had some fun games this the last couple weeks and probably another one in store this week. I thought that LSU missed – I mean, I, I, I'm not saying it was great football, but it was a hell of an entertaining football game. I love – So was the one be- year, week before. When it's a game that I don't have a dog in the fight, I would much rather see a game like that. Right. I just get so frustrated when you see guys that just refuse to tackle. Oh, I know. They just stand up without even trying. And it, it, it they're not even wrapping guys up. It's almost they're like they're bumping they into know, them yeah. and just giving up. They and know like, they're going to come back and score. They're like, ah, oh, we'll just give that score up and we'll get them next right, time around. And right. I, it drives me nuts. Yeah. I, I hate watching that. There's only one guy that don't like that. And then you go to Georgia and Auburn. All right. Georgia, what are they doing? That that is not a good football team. What have uh, they done to no. be ranked number one? Now Nothing. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, they're a good football team. They may not be right, the they're, they're, best right, football. Right. They're team, a good football, but they're a good football team, right? They're yeah. a top ten football team. Okay, yeah. okay. They're, and they're, when I say yeah. top ten, I mean like nine, maybe ten. Right. Okay. At, at best. Uh, like Fred has, has complained about, they're a product of their schedule. It's bad when your biggest game of the year is this weekend against University of Kentucky. Right. What I mean, what happens after this? There's nothing. Nothing exciting. You have the Tennessee game, and have they they already played they South Carolina. Van, they got Vandy after that, Florida, Missouri, Ole Miss, Tennessee, and Georgia Tech. Oh, God. So you have Kentucky. Don't get me started on. Yeah. So you have Kentucky and Missouri. Like, I, I don't know. 
they're just, I know I'd say Ole Miss is going to be a tough game. We, I mean, Ole Miss beat LSU. Yeah, no, Ole Miss is a, they, they are they're they're, they're a good team. That, that is a tough up. game for them. Yeah. Okay, so I'll give them that one. Other than that, man, no, I, I'm with you. I don't see it. There's and all their guys will be healed up and ready to go by then. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, same as Michigan. They'll all be healed up, ready to go. Now, like I said, Michigan does play Penn State and uh, Ohio State. So, they've got two tougher games. But I think their schedule's worse than Georgia's, except for those two teams. So, theoretically, if you look at both of them, Maybe you're right. Maybe you know I was uh, I was on the uh, the talk show last night, the CBS show uh, with Ryan uh, Hickey, and he had some great things to say, and he's echoing what Tuna's saying. But and he brought up I think that he's echoing uh, what I was saying. But no, I no. But what you're saying, <laughs> I'm saying Georgia that Michigan schedule is absolutely ridiculous. But they at least do play Penn State and Ohio State. Georgia's schedule is ridiculous, and. The biggest games they have is Kentucky and Ole Miss. Maybe Tennessee. Um, Tennessee, you know, I don't know. But what, but here's what where here's where them. it really goes astray. That you got to think about it. The SEC championship is way a million times stronger than the freaking embarrassment called the Big Ten championship game. I'm sorry, but whoever's on that other side is awful. And if it's Wisconsin or whoever, give me a break. And it's the last year for that. I get it, but, it, dude, it was, I can assure uh, it's you. It's overloaded on one side. Right. And the ACC was like that for years because you would always have Clemson against a rando because it, it was always overloaded on one side. ACC this year doesn't have divisions. Big Ten next year is not going to have divisions. Thank SEC God. next year is not going to have divisions. Give me your. Do you have a top five right now? If you really wanted to give it with that, while we're talking about how Georgia and Michigan haven't really don't deserve to be there, do you have an idea? I mean, I'll go through mine real quick. Just, I mean, we don't yeah, have to, we don't have to talk about it. I typed mine up the other night and texted you. Did you, guys. you did? It was great. I got mine. I think Florida State's the number one team in the country because playing at Death Valley Part 2 is uh, little old Clemson is always tough at night, and they beat LSU. I know that LSU game ain't looking that great now, but they have played two big teams. Texas beats Kansas without Jalen Daniels. Forget that. Uh, that's I don't even count that game. Uh, so they beat Bama at Bama. I'll put Texas at 2. I'll put Ohio State, like I said, who had enough. Uh, they have some guts and played Notre Dame, uh, who I'm not sure is all that great either. And uh, and then uh, Washington uh, and Oregon, in my opinion, are somewhat tied because neither one of them have really played anyone strong yet. We know Oregon State's coming uh, in there soon and stuff like that. What's yours? I mean, those are... All right, what's funny is how similar ours actually are. Um, my number one I have is Texas. Okay, because that's they fair. Uh, winning at Bryant Denny Stadium right, at a been, night game environment, even though Bama was, ain't that good. But still, Bryant Denny is a nightmare situation, especially a night game. 
And they didn't records just, were broken. They didn't and just win. They completely time. manhandled. They Bama. did. They did. So they went into a hostile environment and handled business. Right. Not on a last second play. Right. But overwhelmingly. I got. So you. I've got them at one because they've showed that they can do it. Okay. Okay. Number two, I have Penn State because okay. I've always said if they can find a way to score points, they're going to be but legit. Who have they played? I'm just saying I'm I'm doing this on the eye test because I love their defense and I really like the okay. Aylor kid. Well, you know I have to win the Big Ten. The so Aylor I kid, love them. I got him there. Number three, I have Florida State because they have proven to win in tough environments, like we said. Um, number four, I wait. Have who number three? Florida State. Okay, yeah. Number four, I have Oregon. Okay, because I feel like Oregon just looks dominant right now. Right. But the thing with Oregon. You know they're going to crap their pants at some point in the season because they always do that. Okay, so I'm, I'm sitting around waiting for it, but I love so Dan Lanning. So Texas, though. Uh, that, you're right; they they absolutely do. <laughs> they have that weird game, and I'm not saying the Big 12's tough. Hey, Big 12's no. tough. I don't. I'm, I don't know. It, I think there's a couple tough teams. There's in the Big a couple 12. good teams in there, but I don't think they're any better. Like old, for you Oklahoma. to dog the Big Ten, I, I feel like the Big Ten is leaps and bounds above the Big 12. Really? I, I really do. Oh, I don't think there's any doubt yeah, about I, that. Yeah, I really do believe I'm with that. with those three teams. I get it. I, yeah, I those three it. teams. I get and, it. And like, I, would I even, guess I'm thinking of the bottom feeders or worse. I would even but you're right. take okay. a, some of those mid-tier teams over the mid-tier teams in the in – the, Now, I, I like Kansas State. And, and Kansas – Yeah, you have a point there. You're kind of swaying me on that. I, I I do see what you're saying there. Oklahoma State is not what they've been lately. Uh, I mean, we can go through it. Kansas State uh, – Iowa State's Iowa garbage. Iowa State is playing a little better. Yeah. They're playing a little better. They're not total garbage. Yeah, they got beat but, uh, by who, who 30 points last week. Who else are we missing? To, to Oklahoma. Who else are we missing? Well, K-State's Oklahoma. legit. K-State, um, you got uh, Kansas – West Kansas Virginia is team. not good. They're playing Cincinnati better. is garbage. Cincinnati's bad. BYU, we don't know what they are. And Central Florida, I have team. no clue. I think I think Central Florida and BYU are a good middle mm. of the I, middle tier you. team. But and, I'm and with Houston you. is not very good. You know good what? This you year. got a good point. I think you you have swayed me on that argument. Oh, it's the first time ever. No, you really have. Okay. I mean, I'll give the Big Ten that. I have been dogging them out. It's just that Michigan's just playing all the bad teams, I guess. So I focus in on them. But no, I'm with you. And then you're, you're probably right. I think the ACC is better than both of them. Then at five, I've got a tie. Uh, obviously, Washington is right there. And the only reason that I have Ohio State in here is because they did get a road win at Notre Dame and they actually looked halfway competent on the offensive side of the right, ball that game right, against okay. a tough defense. And if they can get that clicking, Ohio State can be a dangerous team. Jody brought up a good question. Let's talk about it real quick. Travis, do you have your top five? I want to give you your top five. You got to have a chance to give us yours. I do have a. I do have my top five. Go ahead. Uh, I have Texas at number one. Okay. And we know why. The Longhorns are getting some love around here. I have... Ohio State at number two. Okay. I have Florida State at number three. I have Penn State at number four. And I have Washington at number five. Oh, wow. I, I was surprised you have Washington further back, but they are getting ready to have their big game. Look, Washington, I mean, I pump them up because, of course, I do because of their head coach and because of Mike Penix. And I, I get still it, think, but I they still have think, a good defense. I still think Penix is uh, one of the best college quarterbacks out there. 
But uh, they were less than impressive this last weekend. That was a Against trap a backup that, quarterback yep. and a backup and, running and, back. And, and it's really been two weeks. That week, was a trap game. It's though. really been two weeks in a row they haven't played their best football. And uh, now I, <laughs> I think I'll have to edit that out in post. <laughs> no, just keep it in there. <laughs> I will. Uh, Jody's eating jerky. <laughs> I will. uh I'm look very much looking forward to that game uh, when they play Oregon. I mean, that's a that is Washington's absolute, you know, litmus test right. show me game. Right. right. Uh, Where is that? Does anyone know? Is that at? Washington, is it at Washington? God, game day with that lake out there. I sure hope freaking, it is. That that campus is so freaking awesome. Uh, so let's answer this question. Jody brings up a good point. Is college football down or uh, is, it is, it, at is Washington. it better? Parody, uh, the NIL, the transfer reporter is college. You know, college basketball, in my opinion, is down. OK, the product is down. What do you think about football? Is the product down? Tuna, what do you think? I think it's great. I think it's better. I I like it from top to bottom. You know what's great about it? Because normally I'm sitting there this time of year going, well, SEC is going to have two teams in that 14 playoff. Is Michigan and Ohio State going to be the other two? Now it's wide open. I don't know who's going to be. And what did Freddie say on the radio, on, on national radio last night? I actually said the exact thing. To Ryan Hickey, and I said, "Look, I said, uh, I, I've been, I, I'm an Alabama football fan. I've used to being uh, the SEC, this, that, and the other. And I'm telling you, it is wide open right now. Uh, the the portal. I think the NIL and the transfer portal hurt blue bloods worse than they hurt the lower tier teams. I really believe it. Look at Kentucky in basketball. Look at Bama in football." I don't think that the transfer portal or NIL is helping them at all. Matter of fact, I think it's hurting them. Uh, look at Clemson. They're not even going after anybody. But then you see Colorado going, grabbing everyone. I want to so, talk about Clemson here. So a bit. it is uh, – but but no, I think the product is great. And it and what a great time for it to be going like that before we have this, tw- this big playoff next year. I mean, it's going to be epic. I can't wait. Yeah, imagine if there was a 12-team playoff this year. Right. I think it would oh be complete chaos. Oh, I, I honestly be. believe that anyone could beat anyone. I might get it by a Winnebago party bus and just drive to every damn venue. <laughs> like, when they instituted the 12-team playoff, what was our initial reaction? There's no way that a 12 will ever beat a number one. I don't think so now. Oh, I look at this field oh, now, and I could easily see oh, a 12 beating sure. a number one. And you know what? That that committee is going to be, man, that is going to be some tight butts in there. Well, it's just going to be Greg Sankey, think isn't it? Think about it. Think about it, dude. And Maybe that'll be – Barnhart. That'll be <laughs> – when they start breaking the, the – that People, down, that's oh, going to be must-see oh television. God. Watching the, the coaches react is going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Coach is. reaction is going to be some of the best television we've ever seen. Right. And are they going to have in the back of their mind Georgia beating TCU 60-5? to five I think this year is going to cure that. They didn't want that. No one wanted to see that. This year is going to cure that. Right. Even though the the the, the games, the final four games were fantastic. Some mm-hmm. of the best I've seen. Uh, the two playoff games. Yeah, by it was the way. Michigan but, TCU and yeah, Ohio State Georgia. That but, was. But but I know. think TCU just ran out of gas. They had to get through that win 
And then, you know. Yeah, well, Michigan was obviously a super physical team, and they just they honestly just beat the crap right. out of TCU right. where they right. – they, uh, like a one-week time is not enough to recover for that. You're talking to about play. Georgia beat the crap Well, no, I'm talking about Michigan beat them oh, up right. in the game. No, I got So you. they, they had to recover oh, and get ready to play Georgia. Right, I which get was, it. And, dude, but think about them 12-team playoff. It's going to happen with every team. Oh, that. for sure, yeah. So there's going to be some. But I think going into the 12-team playoff, ultimately I like the way that, that this year's shaping up. To, to say, like, hey, the future of this 12-team playoff is going to be, you know, it's not going to be pushover games. So I think Texas lucked out with Jalen Daniels having back spasms at the beginning of that game because I had Kansas getting points in that game, and I think it would have been a barn burner had he played. He's an all-conference quarterback. They were 4-0, and and I think Texas got by with lucky, quite frankly, uh, yeah, that was a push without Jalen right, Daniels. Right, right. What other games? Uh, we, we talked about uh, Kentucky uh, looked great against Florida. Florida is they, – they may lead the uh, – be in the top five in the country and run defense, but that didn't matter. They're no longer the top no, 20. Well, I mean, that after was... that beat down, run, run, run down. Matter of fact, I want to say it for all my Cat fans out there, three in a row, baby. Who's little brother? Florida. <laughs> uh, don't forget the Friday night game where Oregon State and the Beavers had their uh, chainsaw game and yeah, just and you know what? demolished I finally got to see Utah. a touchdown in the ring. Yeah, exactly. Where they cut the wood. Yes. I think one, someone in the crowd had a freaking chainsaw. Everybody in the crowd has chainsaws. <laughs> Thank God they hand them out on. like T-shirts. Oh. <laughs> Good God, Tuna, that doesn't sound like a safe environment. Well, that's what yeah. they want. They want to keep you on the edge. <laughs> so, now, wait a minute. Well, and they played who again? Refresh my memory. Utah. Utah, yeah. They they looked uh, – Utah is fading. Uh, uh, well, if we can get if, – if, if I say wait, if, if, if Utah can get this cam rising situation sorted out, because obviously quarterback's their issue. That defense that they have is is great, and and they just they were on their heels because Oregon State just kept coming at them. But Utah is a quarterback away from being a really good football team. Yeah, and yeah. hopefully, I mean, I was really looking forward to seeing them by him specifically play, and I hope like hell he can get back uh, soon. Uh, is he expected yeah. to play this? I don't. Week? Know, it's like we talked about last week. Uh, his family doctor is different from the team doctor. Right. I think his family doctor has a certain agenda, and I, I don't know what it is because he's not really going to play in the NFL. I mean, he may. I don't know. I can't pick these guys, but he's not one of the top prospects right. that that everybody's right. got looking at. So I, I'm not sure. Like, hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like he needs to get on the field. If I'm his teammates, I'm like, hey, man. Uh, let me have a word with your doctor. Yeah, Let's, right. Uh, what do we got to do, bro? <laughs> now, I think that. Oh no. no well, the only ahead, game Fred. that we didn't really talk about this past week was USC Colorado. Colorado made a great run at the end of that game. I actually had Colorado on the points, which I was amped up the whole time. You were winning. You're over. <laughs> I was winning. Uh, we were. That was when we were all on cloud nine. Yeah. Tuna's getting ready to hit his bet. Travis is hitting his big bet. I'm I'm winning. Uh, Colorado's coming back. And Tuna and I both had that as the last leg in a parlay yes, yes. of uh, getting. The, we both had the over, and uh, there was a time uh, early in the second half where I was considering that cash out, and 
to Tuna's credit, I texted him. I said, what do you think? And he said, we're riding this bad boy <laughs> out. And, of course, they covered the over yeah. by the end of the third quarter. And, and that goes to show you, USC can't take care of business. I mean, they took care of business, but they can't finish the job. Well, they uh, still don't play that, any no. semblance they play of no defense. defense. And of if Colorado them and LSU played won each that other, game. I mean, I don't know. You know. So, anyways, that was last week. I think we Oregon may everything. score a thousand points on USC. Who's the best team not in the top twenty-five? Does anyone? Can, oh my can anyone? God. I, I wouldn't even have a. Um, I, 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 know, I know. I know. I know who my pick is. It's got to be Texas A&M. Exactly. Texas A&M is easily the best okay. team not Te- in the top 25. Texas A&M I love is, that. Uh, 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 yeah, and that spread is showing it. It is now Bama giving one and a half. I'm yeah. calling the prediction right now. Texas A&M wins the SEC. Oh, my Lord. I'm calling it. Put it in the books. Hang on. I'm going to timestamp that. 52 minutes and 33 seconds. Go get the uh, uh, kit uh, litter box and put it under tune over here. They <laughs> have been, in my opinion, the most impressive team from the SEC to watch play. You take away the game that they lost down at Miami, in Miami, on a night game. Other than that, they have ran through. 330 game. They ran through Auburn, ran through Arkansas in Fayetteville. Or no, that was in uh, Jerry World. Jerry's yeah. world, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, down in Dallas. Still, great win. I I like this. They they run the ball. They actually played a little defense. They do, and they the are not scared to air it out. Feeling it right now. Well, Wegman is 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 good, and then the other kid who is the Brad Johnson's son, my, my, is Max, Max Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, he can sling it. Man. I know it, dude. Well, they're coming up against, in my opinion, the best defense in the SEC. See, I think which this is Alabama, in my opinion, is the best defense. This is the game of the weekend, in my opinion. Oh, for Alabama sure. at College Station, game in the of 12th the weekend, man. period. Yeah, Al- Bama uh, needs this yeah. game more than anything, and and Texas A and M is like, we're ready, boys. Well, I got bring it Gary, on, Todd. Gary bring and your, Brad Nestler doing the game bring on your, CBS might be one of the final. Rammer jammer, yellow hammer on down. Well, and, thank and, you. And, I will and bring it on. I, I I just yeah, twelfth man's got, got this one. I Rama Jama Yellow Hammer. This is Give a game hell, Alabama. that I have no intentions of betting anything on. I'm just gonna sit back, watch, and enjoy every second of this game because I think you, it's gonna be a dog fight. Are you going to the U of L game? Yes. Oh, you can't sit and watch it with. And me. so that uh, you're not gonna you sit could. and watch. You couldn't sit and watch it anyway. I am gonna sit. No, and watch there's it. way too much going on over there. Are you that. kidding me? Three yeah. thirty. No one's coming till three. Ah, you'll be cooking pork chops and, and no, throwing sandwiches at people. No, 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 no. And that I'm zoned in on that. Locked that, in. That leads us right into uh, what is uh, this week? Maybe one of the better weekends of local interest that we've had here. In years. Maybe since I've lived here. Yes. Um, yeah, who thought the Bluegrass State would become the epicenter of college football? Wow. We have Notre it, it Dame. Is in this room. We have Notre Dame coming to town to play Louisville in a night game on Saturday night. We have Kentucky uh, going to Georgia. to Georgia to play the number one team in the country as a team that I think has absolutely – no reason to not have an expectation that they can win that ball game. And I, I'm not sure that you could say that about Kentucky playing a team like that 
in the last couple of years. But this year, and especially with the way Georgia's played, there's no reason for them not to go down there and have an expectation that not only are they going to be in the game in the fourth quarter, but they they can win that game. I'm a, can I say something on that Please. game? I was telling y'all earlier, and maybe did I already say this? I think I said this at the beginning of the show. In my opinion, there's a couple things you need to do. I think I already echoed this. But Georgia, by far, has the two best corners in college football. Uh, Bama's are good, but Georgia has Starks and, and the other kid. And let me tell you something. If you throw the ball out there where they're at, they will change the game on you real fast. I think Kentucky does their sticks to their game plan that they've had all along and runs the football and does not fester and tries to keep it. You got to throw it a little bit, but keep it away from those guys if you can. Maybe throw up in the middle to some of them tight ends. I know Kentucky has some injuries on wide receiver, but Kentucky's defense is playing really good. Stop Brock Bowers. If you cannot, dude, I haven't seen a, a wide receiver for Georgia do anything. Mike Bobo is is mediocre at best offensive coordinator. We haven't even seen him be in a tight, tight game yet. Okay. And, and, then, and then they got a rookie quarterback here. Stop Brock Bowers and you can win that game. I, um... I disagree with you on the fact that you think Kentucky's going to just stick to their game plan and run the football. I think Liam, Liam Cohen has been saving a lot of stuff in his playbook. He is a he's a really good offensive coordinator, and he has yet to show it this year. He showed it before when he was at UK on his first stint. Um, he knows how to get quick receivers in space, so they're not going to be going down head, like head-to-head with these cornerbacks. Yeah, the, not deep. Not no, deep he's right. not going to do that. They're going to. It's just like when Wandell Robinson was there. Right. They would. They would get him open in space. Yeah, the problem. I wish, I wish Bama had him to do the, that. The, the scary receivers. thing is, is that we don't know if Tavion Robinson or Barryon Brown is going to play this week. That's the key right. to the whole Cole, thing. Those are two guys thing. that they absolutely they need. Have to have to. And have another to. thing is, is, is Kentucky leads the nation in drops, which you cannot continue to drop balls, especially when you're playing. In Georgia, right, and help Devin Leary out. Yes, he needs all the help he can get. I wouldn't get. be surprised if we seen Ray Davis involved in the passing game a little bit this and weekend. Dude, George, down Athens, the sound. I was there two years ago. I went to the UK yeah. game, and they were in it for three quarters. Well, that's the something. Crowd does not is well, not going to affect it, UK. Here's the thing. Here's this is what's different. This is the first night game in Athens in over two and a half years. I know. Okay, right. So you could be a junior at the University of Georgia and not gotten to experience a night game. True. Now, we all know night games are a different environment. When they you've are. got all day getting boozed up and you're in that crowd, I know. it's a different world, man. And that that stadium is going to be completely different than what you and I witnessed on a 3.30 game. Right. right. So, I, I don't know what to expect. I Again, this is a game I wouldn't bet for anything until maybe I found out the receiver situation on who was going to play and who wasn't. Now, with that being said about the Kentucky game, Tuna, I would love to hear what you think about uh, Louisville's chances with Notre Dame coming here this weekend. Buddy, I wish I had more of an opinion on this because I don't know what to expect. 
with Louisville, Louisville's been a different team every week that they have came they? out. Have they? I don't that, like. It's the most bipolar team that like I can't. It's almost possession to possession. It's, they're a, it's a different quarter team. to quarter, possession to possession. I don't know. Like we'll have an entire fifteen minutes of great football in a quarter and look like a completely Hills different team the valleys. next quarter. Hills I, I don't valleys. get it. Um, and some of them receivers y'all got can catch the freaking ball like in a tight spot. I, that last game, man. Some the of problem those kids, is, is the quarterback has to be able to get the ball just in their vicinity. That's, it. Oh, that's, that's it. See, the problem is like like he's actually ranked statistically as one of the top ten quarterbacks in the nation, which blows my mind. It's just the fact that his mistakes are so bad, it makes you just think how terrible he is. Yeah. He's a six-year senior, man. You cannot make mistakes like that. Right. Um, NC State was able to shut our I, run I game down. Like it takes him too long to get rid of the ball. Yeah, well, he doesn't know what he's doing with the ball, and that's what it, it frustrates the hell out of me. I thought it was his shoulder pads um, and them long sleeves And he's he he's been lucky enough to have pretty clean Something pockets um, for the most part. The shoulder pads he wears are weird, dude. They're like yeah. Well, weird. he screwed up. He shaved his mustache off. Like, <laughs> you go out and you play like you did against Boston College, and then you're going to oh, shave your mustache Gardner off? Minshew is not going to yeah, like, like why that. Why would you do that? But the big thing is is that we are honoring uh, Brian Brom into the ring of circle this weekend. Wow. So, okay. yeah. Wait. The Ring of Circle? What is yes. The Ring of, the ring of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> that was my Fred moment. Thank you for catching that, because I would have just kept rolling like it was nothing. Yeah. Uh, what do you, I mean. I, I don't know how to handicap this game. You have broken down. I I feel like you've broken down Louisville games so well all oh, year. Yeah. And, and your. uh your analysis is usually spot on. You, you don't mind. You don't have a uh, like a lean. Which way this game's gonna go? Uh, yet? Yeah. All right. Honestly, if just looking at this game, I think Notre Dame runs, 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 and limits our possessions. And I'm not sure that we can match up with them physically. Uh, I think we're going to need big plays to keep this close. We're going to need breakout plays. Thrash. Thrash and Jawar Jordan. Anybody. Anybody is going to have to make a big play to keep us in this game. Going to have to win the turnover battle. Well, we oh, cannot turn sure. the ball over. Yep. Well, you can't turn the ball over like you did last week. No. Yep. Uh, but it is um, Brocktober, which Brock Travelstead is, uh got the longest um, – Field goal in U of L history. So if we get in a field goal shootout, I feel good about it because it is Brocktoberfest. Is that gonna be on your shirt, Brocktober? Uh, it should be. Okay. I might get one that says that. But I, uh, I think it's gonna be. I a, think Notre Dame gets this one, and I think it's probably low be a, scoring game. Yeah, maybe so. I, I don't know. I mean, I could see somewhere around like twenty four to ten. 20 I'm you know what i mean the under again. i had written down on my notes yeah. uh 2313 yeah. notre dame I, I, that's i could see that so louisville louisville's gonna need some breaks to happen their way to stay in this one but it would not shock me no not if one louisville bit. is in the ball game with five minutes to go Look, it would what's, not shock me what's one thing we know about brian or uh jeff brom he's gonna ha be dialed in and have like he's he's good for getting a big huge upset at least once a year of course and this is like it's it's right there on the plate to be that big upset. At Purdue, he would always win a game or two that he absolutely had no mm -hmm. right to win. 
and then they'd get their ass beat yep. by somebody that they had no right to lose to. Yeah, we'll probably win this and go get blasted by Pittsburgh next week. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. Um, it, I, I, again, I don't I mean, know what Don't forget, think. Notre Dame's been in all these battles holding teams down to nothing. I mean, these mm. sluggish games where they're like on and on. And if I've seen one, I've seen three of them. This game is going to be low scoring. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Telling you, we're not going to matriculate uh, the ball down the yeah, field. This, we're going to need with the a turnovers. Uvell's already had. You don't think they're going to have one or two against Notre Dame? Come on, Notre Dame's well, going to have a turnover. Sam Hartman's last time in yeah, uh, in Cardinal know, Stadium was not a good it day for him. Not good at all. Wake Forest. He came exactly. in with the tenth ranked Demon Deacons, and I believe he had what three picks oh, in that dude, game. It was awful. And what Horrible. two fumbles? That, I don't. Yeah, it that's was the best uh, quarter of football I've seen Louisville play in. <laughs> history yeah i agree and with boy, that boy was it fun too yeah. it, was, it was wild uh well, he's a dude, little better supporting there's three huge games what else, as travis would say what else do we got on the schneid here uh this washington weekend? state ucla washington state ucla now ucla has not impressed me at all they can run they, the ball a little they, bit they, they're kind of not even relevant i mean i don't know they are at home, which that doesn't mean anything. Um, I mean, I don't know. When they it's lost a big... fourteen to seven, they you know they did slow down Utah and lose them by seven. But it's a show a me game. game and it's Washington a show. State? I don't think it's a trap game going to Pasadena. That's not no, a trap. No, I mean for no. the next week, Washington State. I think plays somebody really. No, good I don't. Week. But I don't. I think they're dialed up to it's play a three o'clock game. Um, it's a show me game for Washington State. Is Washington State like ranked eighth or something? They're like in the 13. top ten. Oh, okay, okay. I thought they were further up. Um, okay, I like that game. Uh, one of the games that I have being a toughie is uh, well, maybe there's not that many Red River rivalry. Red River. I mean, God, that's okay. tough to say. And I just got it. I just nailed it. If you want to say you Red River <laughs> rivalry, say Max Vegetables a bunch real fast. Vegetables, vegetables, vegetables. Uh, I don't, I don't care about this game. Uh, it, <laughs> it is the last Red River rivalry that will be, unless they both make the SEC championship game in the future. They won't play in the regular season of the SEC. You know what? I don't think they're allowed to play each other. Why? How? Why? I thought they, I thought that they had some something in their contract. Uh, per the uh, the commissioner, that they couldn't play each other for like four or five years. Okay, so it's not the last one. No, They'll play well, each other. but yeah. I mean, the last one yeah. in a while. Yeah. You know, I mean. Uh, well, you don't care about it anyway, so it's not that right, big of a deal. I don't. Uh, and let me ask you a question. Man, what, what's the Texas State Fair going to be doing from Who do you now on? That's win? like their that's big a, draw. That's like, a great question. What, are people just going to go look at livestock now? <laughs> so who's going to win? Some Tuna? Texas taters. Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't really know what to think about this one. Obviously, I have Texas ranked number one, so I have to kind of ride with Texas. But I wouldn't be surprised if Oklahoma came in and snuck up on them. I don't. This, I think it's going to be an interesting game to watch. I, I have Texas do. winning that game big. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yep. The nerds actually have um, Oklahoma winning by five. That's why they're nerds. Exactly. <laughs> I tell you what, Cincinnati held Oklahoma State down to fourteen or what? What was it, fourteen to seven? I see this game uh, over under sixty. I love the under in this one, uh, but I think it'll be a low scoring game. 
Um, and I do think Texas will be victorious, even though it is at Oklahoma. Um, there's really, quite honestly, you're right, Tuna. I mean, USC plays Arizona. That's nothing major. Uh, I don't see LSU at Missouri is kind of a make or break yeah, game for LSU. Is, like their is. season goes down the dumps they, if they lose that they game. They have right. to win that game. Absolutely. They That's, have to win that game. Must win on the road at a little scrappy Missouri team. Yep. Um, um they, they have to win it. You got Maryland at Ohio State, which uh, yeah, a little I, too is it's gonna be interesting to see if Ohio State can keep the momentum going. I'm gonna tell you right now. That's your bet of the week. I think Maryland is way better okay. than people think they are. I, You know what? I think they're way better than people think well, they are. They're 19. And 20, 20. Yeah, and we will get to that. I have thoughts on that game at the end of the well, show. Well, that's it, Travis. We've talked about – oh, wait a minute. What about uh, – let's talk about the game on Friday. There is one good game on Friday, isn't there? Uh, oh, the uh, not the, the horrible game, Illinois Nebraska, uh, the Illinois, Illinois Nebraska no, no, game. No, I'd rather talk it. about the Ryder Cup again. No, the one before it, Kansas <laughs> State. Uh, Kansas is State. that Friday? Yeah, that's okay. Also Friday. That, that actually is a good game. Uh, uh, what is it? Kansas State and uh, who they got? Uh, Oklahoma State. Like Kansas State. Oklahoma uh, Kansas State should, should go in yeah, there and just kick the yeah, crap out of them. Beat yeah, them. I, did we not talk about fantasy and what happened to Mike Gundy? How did they just fall off? We're getting to that. There's I'm no need to talk. I'm about a man. That. I'm 60. <laughs> no. Here is here's my favorite thing about Fred. God. A couple weeks ago, that's a short list. Uh, There's a lot to like. A couple weeks ago, I had mentioned, you know, we need to talk about oh. our fantasy football. I don't know where this is going. Uh, you know how our fantasy football league is going to block out fantasy football. And when when Fred hadn't won a game yet, his his response he goes, "I don't think we need to talk about this. I don't think anybody wants to hear about our fantasy football league." I couldn't I don't agree think, more. With I don't that. think anybody's going to be interested. <laughs> I, th- and I totally so agree with that. My my response was, everybody wants to hear about that. Especially they want to hear if your team sucks. They want to hear about how bad you lost. They want to hear about the horrible decisions you made. Well, Fred, and and the funny That's thing why is, Tuna has a box of tuna helpers sitting over here. <laughs> the funny thing is, I was uh, I was a fantasy football partner with with Fred for over a decade in a particular league, and nobody that I've ever known in my life took fantasy football more seriously than Fred, but. When we have a broadcast scenario, when 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 this is going out to the people, he went was owing to he wanted to discuss nothing of fantasy football, but now two and two he brings it up. He's like, I think we need to talk about fantasy football. Uh, did we week. forget to talk about? Don't fantasy? we need to talk about that? <laughs> and uh, so we can talk about that this week. Well, I just want to tell y'all my new team name. That's all I wanted to say. Oh, I'm sure that's all you well, want to say. Because I everyone had their names. It was all funny and this that, and the other. I'm, I was zero two now. I'm two and two, and I was like, my name still says what my real name is, and uh, I changed it to Freddie's Fly Girls, 
and we are going to dominate. We are fly-girling it big time right now. I just picked up Joshua Dobbs. I'm going to start <laughs> him uh, for the Arizona Cardinals. I'm on a run here. Uh, I am amped up, baby. That's, that's really all I wanted to say. I got H. I got Dobbs is going to take you to the promise. I got I mean, that is unbelievable. It's, the, it's, we found out this week it's pronounced A-Chan. Yeah. Oh, I got A-Chan on the way-Chan. I am ready to go. On the way-Chan. That's it, man. That is absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. And I'm playing Travis this weekend. I'm playing. Uh, and I'm not going to say anything until <laughs> the next show. Now, I did want to. So. Uh, hostess with the mostest. And I'm. Uh, I lost to uh, Jimmy, who is the juggernaut of the league right now. Jerry or Freddie, I heard I heard he pays Freddie, for fantasy advice on the internet I'll website. Beat the points leader. Fred won. Uh, the points leader. Tuna. Now Tuna. I noticed there's a box uh, of something on the high top table that mm. I always mention at the at the top of the show, and it is. Uh, it's a box of tuna helper. It's a box of tuna helper, and this, and this tuna he, helper is here to help. You guys with your bets, because you didn't go 3-0. But what I was going to say is, the only thing that sounds grosser than... Let me, a, dude, that's a Betty Crocker. That's a good brand. Let it? me pull this over. <laughs> that's so my I can name brand. That ain't no Kroger brand. That ain't no Kroger brand. No offense to Kroger brand. I'm sure it's delicious. The only thing that I can think of that is grosser than your fantasy football team <laughs> is... Tuna creamy broccoli, <laughs> tuna helper. I mean, sounds like a hell of a Saturday is, night, Travis. boys. That is disgusting. Travis, give it a shake. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like jawbreakers. <laughs> it says, "Try with rotisserie chicken instead of mm. tuna." <laughs> sounds well, delicious. That sounds, well, you go to Kroger, that sounds get freaking gross too. That's the chicken of the sea. You get your rotisserie chicken at Kroger, and you dump it in a pot, and you pour that uh, over a little water. You're my good. God. Uh, Maybe a... Thank you. Th- things are changing for Team Tuna. Uh, we got Saquon Barkley coming back this You're week. It's all... Huh? You're yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's about <laughs> to... You know, that's all going to change. Okay. Well, this about, is going to be the most amazing championship run I ever. was just... Uh, I, you know, I was kind of enlightened early on a few shows ago when Tuna... When Tuna went over his criteria on what to do on fantasy football and talked about his championships, and I was really into it, but I ripped that paper up and threw it away. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, he's he <laughs> he's still got he's got me on the Bengals drinking gas kerosene, but uh, Bengals fans, but that's about it. On I'm that. in a little bit of a slump, but you know what? What do you what do shooters do? They hey, keep on shooting, keep baby. Shooting, you gotta baby. keep on That's shooting. Right. Keep it's a, on shooting. It's a long yeah. season. Long yeah. season and and, yes. and yeah. And uh <laughs> my new team talking about I that, also Travis. have a new team name. Oh. Uh okay. it oh, yeah. says I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice that today and I totally appreciated the uh <laughs> I totally appreciated the changing of the name. Do we have time to throw some NFL in real quick? At, we absolutely okay. do. That was what I was going to get to next. Quickly, on the NFL, uh, last week proved again 
that is a that it is a week to week league. Uh, that's why I think it's almost impossible to bet unless you're live betting it. Um, uh, I mean, the overall games have been whatever. I can I I was gonna jump in here, please. Uh, I thought it was uh, kudos to Devontae Adams getting in the ten thousand club. Uh, I thought it was interesting that Keenan Allen is already almost there. Kelsey, DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans. Uh, very interesting there. Um, I also uh, have looked at the teams. I did a little rundown on some of them. I know Pitt and Cleveland don't have Watson and Pickett, uh, but my the four best teams in the NFL, and they will be the best at the end, are easily... Easily, Kansas City, 49ers, Buffalo, and the Detroit Lions. I love it. That's right. The Detroit Lions. I said it. Uh, And I want to give you. Do you not think the Eagles are up there? uh, Wait a minute. Okay. I want to give you my five teams that are trending up that are better than average. I have a lot of question marks for teams that are kind of mediocre. Um, but Tampa Bay, I think the, well, let's start before Tampa Bay, Philly and the Chargers are both teams and Miami and the Ravens. Those four are my second tier. Okay. Tampa Bay is right in that third tier, uh, along with the Texans playing well and maybe Green Bay, who's kind of, But all these other teams, Saints, Raiders, Giants, Seattle, Arizona, Vikings, Pats, Colts, Jags, they're all in that question mark I think Green Bay is terrible. Okay. See, I'm big on Seattle. I think Seattle can really surprise some teams going forward. I think the Chargers are really playing well. well. And it's like we we, we, we talk about this every week with the the Chargers. Their roster is loaded on a yearly basis, but they have maybe the worst coach in the NFL. That's exactly right. And, I mean – it was never more evident than this last week. Yeah. They should have won that game by a thousand and they almost lost. Yep. And it was all because of inexplicable coaching decisions late in the ball game. I don't know how he still has a job because this has been either. going on for years out there. Right. So uh, it makes no sense to me. No, I, I, I mean, it's still open, but I'm telling you, I'm look. I mean, I I personally am putting a future bet. Sorry, Tuna, but I'm putting a future bet on either Buffalo or the 49ers and win the Super Bowl this year. One of the other. And I mean, it's probably. And, and I know. And, well, they're up that. at the top. I get it. I mean, mm-hmm. of course they are. I mean, that's well, not. There's a reason that's for not that. a stretch. But I'm going for it right now. I'm putting the money, and I'm telling you that one of them two are going to win it. I still like this Eagles team, man. I think that's the best team in football. Um, so they they have way too much talent. They have, they have experience. They've been there. They'll start clicking. I think, I think Philly, Philly is the, is the team to beat in the NFL. Okay. Well said, Patrick. (laughs) Um, I love it. But, uh, no, you know, and and a lot of these quarterbacks are hurt and, uh, you know, some teams are trying to figure out who they are. I think the surprise of the year has been the Rams. The Rams, I think Tampa Bay's the surprise of the year. They, Three and one. I'm with you there, but I just the Rams. Everybody was like, "Well, they've traded away every draft pick they had for the next ten years. Now it's time for them to just suck for a while." 
and they've proven to be a a well-coached team. Puka Nakua, he came out of nowhere. What is that about? That that guy's making one-handed catches. I mean, he's He's amazing. He's a maniac. I mean, as a Colts fan, he was the reason. I mean, obviously, the quarterback made a big difference, too, but but he was the reason (laughs) that they won that game last week. Yeah. He was unreal. Who's the worst team in the NFL? The Bears. I, wait a minute. Did, uh, the Broncos right. have – I, I guess the Broncos beat the Bears, the so that was for the fight for the last the place. Bears. Yeah. Yeah, so. It's the Bears, yeah. period. Mm-hmm. Horribly coached. I think the Texans are playing well. The Panthers – How about C.J. Panthers Stroud have been pretty bad. For the, for the uh, Texans, man. They look good. They got a good qu- – How about those two receivers playing for the Texans? Tank Dell and, and, and Nico Collins. Collins. And- hey, I'm going to go to a concert – and do a little uh, dancing next Saturday night with Tank and Dell. And I love that. that <laughs> I mean, Stroud, no, no, with Tank and Nico. <laughs> I love that Stroud has been so good because I think there were so many people questioning him before this season and, as, you know, after the first couple games. He's, he's going to be good. I think he's going to be very good. Well, it's apparently the best start ever for a rookie quarterback. There yeah. you go. Yes. And so. do it according to the stats. Um, so, uh, is it pick em time? The time when I'm... I think it is pick em time. I mean, and juices um, are flowing, dude. As we said last week, uh, between the five of us, uh, me, Tuna, Fred, Jody, and Colin... We went 10 and 5. We're looking to be better than that this Damn week. Damn right we are. Everybody gets 3 picks. Uh Tuna, do you have your 3 picks and your lock of the week? Uh yes, I do. Okay, we're going to start at This is a this is a tough week. These spreads they're are tight this tough. week. No, they're not. They're it's usually very easy. But this this is this is a tough week. Yeah, so I mean, we, we went to, 6 and 0 oh last week. It was yeah, easy for yeah, us. Yeah, it's very I simple. Mean, come on. Um this week they're making I, a little. Hey, I did well. I just didn't give all my picks. They're uh... <laughs> well. Have you seen I mean, fifty? Hey, like we'd have to do hey, a four-hour show. At, look at my car, Jody. Look at this. Mm. It's easy to say <laughs> that yeah. you did well. I wish I could put this on if you uh, make national forty-two television. picks. Okay. We all get three picks. Tuna. All right. Um, game one. We're going to take Western Michigan plus twenty points at Mississippi State. Uh, I like this game. They're hyped for it. It's a big game for Western Michigan. Uh, three and one. Yes, yes. I think uh, or Mississippi State is reeling. Um, I think. Um, all right, next I like Syracuse plus eight at UNC. Wow, I think, Carolina coming off a bye. I think Syracuse is a good football team. They are. I think well, they, they lost they, this past week. They right? run. They played Clemson this past week, and and that brings me to my next pick, which is the lock of the week. And this is a white knuckler, boys. Um, it's a twenty-one point spread, and I think Clemson wins this game against Wake Forest by over thirty points. I could even see myself wow. betting an alternate spread on that. I think Clemson is a good football team. What time is that game I think at? they're a really good football team. What? Is that a night game? This 3.30 game. Okay. It's a 3.30 game at Death Valley. Death Valley Part 2. Uh, no, it's it's it, the spread's 21. Minus 21 for Clemson. I really like that. Clemson is a – that's a good football team. And I think Kay Klubnik is starting to get it together. He's settling in. 
And as soon as that happens, they're dangerous. I mean, look at their losses. It barely lost to Florida State on that last second play. And then they lost to an excellent Duke team at Duke on a Monday night, you know, week one thriller. So those are my three picks. All right, Freddie. Freddie looks like he's in deep thought. He has a a super light over there that like somebody's dad well, hangs know, over their engine. My picks on a Friday, you know, after I fine tune them, I wish I was giving you my best one because you're right. I do bet a lot of them and I usually kind of break even, maybe win a few here, lose a few there. But uh, I think I'm going to go with, uh, well, I'm going to give you one right now for sure. Uh, Jody, you ready for this? I'm going to go uh, easily with the U of L Notre Dame under. That's 54. Vanna is on the board. Did you write that on there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, the U of L Notre Dame under, I'm all over. She's uh, and I haven't even looked at all my unders yet, which is frustrating, but. I think uh, one of my games is a, Obviously team, prepared a team that is at home that just came over. I'm going Ole Miss at home, 730. Arkansas is Love going it. down. Love it. Uh, Ole Miss coming off a huge win for Joey Freshwater, and I think they just continue on uh, with that. Um, and then my other game is going to be. That's 11 my, and a half, Jody. The other game is going to be the Yes. I'm going. My God, yes. I'm going Miami Hurricanes off of by 8 o'clock at home. Camp World Stadium. That's a big spread. Giving Georgia Tech 21. I I like Oregon State. I should have said that game, but. I like two of your three picks. I feel like you're better off shooting from the hip. I like that. Oh, my lock is L Notre Dame under. That's I like that a lot. The Ole Miss spread is, is huge. I, I love that game. All right. Uh, Ole Miss, yeah, it's only 11 and a half. Colin no, has... Uh, I love that bet. Colin has come over to the dark side, and I fear he's making a huge mistake. But Colin is taking Vandy plus 18 and a half. He is taking... At Florida in the swamp? He is. Okay. He is taking the fighting Kevin Wilsons of Tulsa plus four. And he is taking... Over Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic, yeah. Washington Commanders minus five and a half. Jody is taking the over 44 and a half in Wyoming and Fresno State. I love that Fresno State shows up on almost every wait, show. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you taking the over in that? Oh, I'll be betting that for sure, too. Not not here, but oh, yeah. Dude, oh, welcome to the know, Overs Club, you know, Frederick. You, know over is, you get to enjoy football. You know what the over under is on that? 44 and a half. Are you kidding me? Trap. It's a trap. No. Um, Jody is also taking North Carolina State minus six and a half. That is his lock of the week. For a man that usually takes Marshall every week, he is You're taking NC against State Marshall against Marshall. Time. I lose every week. <laughs> Where is, uh, how, what's that spread? 
Six and a half. Minus six and a half. I'll, Man, I like that game too. And Jody I, I is like also taking the Texas A&M Aggies on the money line to win the game. You sons of... Good job, Fred. You're not going to cuss. Woo-hoo-hoo. That was um, a close one. Travis, my picks this week. I love that note, NC State bet. I'm taking UK plus the 15. Oh, 15, baby. I am taking Maryland plus 20, which I think is absolutely egregious and is my lock of the week. What time is that game at? That's important. I believe that's a 3.30 start as well. Okay. That's um, uh, a 20-point spread now. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, I thought you said 18. No. Plus 20. And I am taking the Indianapolis Colts. Plus one at home. Always, I think. Uh, he's I think. Got a heart. One I think heart. they beat the Titans outright this week, and I know that distresses Jody greatly as a as our resident Titans fan. He's over here uh, <laughs> making gestures behind my the, back. You mean the Tennessee Oilers? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so that's what we're looking at this week, and I think, uh, dude, I love everybody's picks. I think this weekend uh, is there anyone that I'm pretty sure we're going to win every bet this picks? week. Does anyone question any of ours? I, I, I agree with you, Tuna. My my one bet is is a lot of points. Miami's a scary Miami one on there. A, well, I didn't know you thought Georgia Tech was world beaters. I, I don't, but. I've seen them play good football, and I've seen them play terrible football, so I don't know. I think That's, they're going to play terrible football. Yeah, they, they've they been playing really bad. I'm not crazy about Colin's pick of Vanderbilt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, they may yeah, just get yeah. absolutely boat raced. And, of course. And I'm not crazy about Tuna's Cuse pick necessarily, but okay. Well, we can uh, go <laughs> through all of that in two weeks, of but, course. Hey. Make me a believer. Uh, I just want to remind everybody, there will not be a new show next week as I'm going to be out of town. Uh, and he controls everything here, people. We may or may not try to put something out. I'm going to say probably not. No best not. of Freddy and Tuna fighting? We no. can still make <laughs> our picks and post them on social media. Yes. So and you can follow our we, picks. We will do that for sure. I'll have everybody send their picks in. So we can put their uh, our picks out. So the week after next should be an absolutely loaded show. We'll have tons to talk about. But before we get out of here, I want to throw it around the room. Tuna, final thoughts. Uh, we went the entire show without mentioning it, but it is baseball playoffs. It's going on right now. It's a wild card. They've all the, the games have been a blast so far. Um, already, as of now, we have uh, Tampa Bay is done and out. Uh, the Rangers have uh, won that game in two or won that series in two games. Um, who won? The, the, the Twins win that game earlier? They did. Okay, so the Twins have already moved on, and we've got National League live right now. Divisional series will start this weekend. Um, great baseball. It's a loaded weekend of sports. Just crazy. Yeah, so, awesome. And uh, honestly, if you uh, just real quick, if I was going to put a future bet on a team to win it, um, I really like this Phillies team. I think they're the – if a team's going to beat Atlanta, it's going to be Philly. Um, and and I, I like the odds on, on getting that. So that's where I'm at. 
Awesome. Frederick? Fred. Okay, I have a future bet on the Blue Jays, but I think the Twins are the team that can uh, that are going to make a little move and go far in this. I think thing. you could uh, pitch in their bullpen. Okay, I think they're gonna uh, they're gonna play well. Uh, I want to say that uh, I want to finish with a little Ryder Cup here, and then we're because no. golf is going to be over for a while. Uh, but ho- the big boys, Hovland, Rom, and Rory went nine, two, and three. That's the reason we got our butts whooped. Uh, the the great did great. Our great did bad. The rookies did great, and our rookies did bad, or our young young guns. But I'll end it with what one of the players yelled as he walked off the green. 35 years, and they still think we're just overachieving. <laughs> think about that for a minute. Right. 35 years, and they still think we're overachieving. That's what's in their mind every That's right. Year. And uh, that that that's absolutely true, and that that really gives you a uh, kind of a dichotomy between yeah. the United States mentality and the European mentality. Yeah. Phil Tiger, get your sh- crap together. Let's go. Um, uh, again, we want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, we hope that you guys will stick with us. Through a week of vacation, everybody can uh, recharge the batteries. Uh, We will be back, and as Mike and Mike used to say, better than ever next week, the week after next. Um, Looking forward to a wonderful... Travis, have a great vacation, Well, I'm looking forward to it. I only wish that uh, Fred was going to be there with his uh, negative six sunscreen. Ah. Man, I, he's got this stainless grill Tuna. on his balcony, dude. I'm you want to like, throw some tuna helper yeah, in your beach bag? <laughs> hey, folks, not a stainless grill on his balcony or on the first floor of his condo, but it is like in stone and, and like a cooktop <laughs> and everything, dude. Like, I want to see fresh fish and ribeyes on there. I might throw a couple of pictures of that on uh, on our social media. Um, we always want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, we can't wait to be back with you in two weeks. Uh, with all that being said, we want to thank Jody on the whiteboard behind me for keeping us in check, keeping our times, uh, down to the wire, uh, (laughs) making sure that we have, uh, uh, different topics to talk about, uh, for Jody on the whiteboard. For the big fellow, the tuna country, Matt Kemp. And for the fabulous one, Freddie Benders. This is Travis Carter saying, So long, everybody.